0: Moncrief on News Talk. Now something very different, a new documentary will air next week on TG Cahir, which focuses on female couples at the heart of the Irish Revolution. Kriha Radica, which translates into radical heart, is a feature about some of the female and lesbian relationships at the centre of the Irish Revolution. Director Kira Hyland joins me on the line now. Kira, good afternoon, and apologies for my translation there. I've a feeling I got it wrong.
1: Um, hi. Uh, no, no, you got it. You got it perfectly correct. Yeah. It's Kriha Radical Ka, uh, which is Radical Heart.
0: Yeah. Okay. Radical Heart. So listen, I think this, uh, this showed at the Galway Film Flat and is now getting a, a, a TV launch next week on TG Cahar. You know, I was talking to the guys before we came on air here and I was just. You know, thinking like by the law of averages, of course, gay people were involved in 1916. Yeah. How how could they not be? And you know, a lot of people will know that. You know, looking again at the writings of Podrick Pierce, it seems highly likely that that he was gay as well. So, was that kind of your rationale for beginning this? Like, let's let's take a look into this because presumably there were gay and particularly lesbian relationships around the 1916 rebellion.
1: Um. The documentary actually came about because I knew this historian called Mary McAuliffe uh, from UCD, Mm -hmm. who was in previous documentaries I'd made, and I knew she was researching the topic. And I'm always really interested in like the gaps in history, you know, the stories that we don't tell, the Mm -hmm. lives that we kind of omit, the things that we brush under the carpet. And when I spoke to Mary, she'd actually uncovered like this just rich treasure trove of um, detail and information on these women's lives. And I actually just went, yeah, this is something that really, really should get made. Um, So we took it to Stevie Carr and in fairness to them, they backed it like from day one and we're incredibly supportive and incredibly enthusiastic. Um, And that's that's basically how it came about.
0: So tell us about some of the people who feature in the documentary. I know Eva Gore Booth, the people will know, uh, Kathleen Lynn. Tell us about some of the stories you uncovered.
1: Okay, so Eva Boots, really, really interesting. Um, she was Const- uh, Constance Markovich's younger baby sister, um, grew up very privileged in this Adele house up in Sligo, um, but was very ill and was sent off to Italy to uh, recover. And in an olive grove when she was there, she bumped into this woman called Esther Roper, uh, who was basically to change her life. Um, Eva and Esther fell in love with each other. And then they moved back to Manchester and they set up house together um and they lived and worked and were inseparable for the rest of their lives um incredibly dedicated you know um campaigners for Better social conditions for the working uh, the working class and the poor, uh, for women's rights. But what's really interesting about them is they actually edited this journal called Urania, and Urania um, talked about how gender should be abolished, um, about trans rights, about how there's no such thing as male and female; that it's all a, a social construct. Um, and that was like way back in 1916, which is like way before the debates and kind of conversations we have about gender and identity. Now and so for me, they're like astounding. They're just so modern and so mm-hmm. contemporary, um, and and and, and, and uh, yeah, they're just so ahead of their time. And, like
0: and, and um, this Urania, the, 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 are, mm-hmm. like it just seems incredible that this would come out at around the time of nineteen sixty. Was this published or or or, or uh, where yeah, did it come yeah. into the? Well, it didn't come into the mainstream. But how did we even hear about this?
1: Yeah. So basically, what it was was it, it was published in England, but it was a private subscription. So it circulated among people who were in the know, like, so they would have had this great big circle of like-minded people in this great big network, like all the women in this documentary knew each other, which is Mm. amazing. And they're all sort of like focused around Constance Markovich. She was like the, now there's no suggestion that Constance Markovich was in a same-sex relationship, but certainly she knew all these women who were, and they all knew each other and they all had like a a kind of an an international network. And so journals like Urania circulated through the networks among people who were interested in that topic or interested in those ideas but flew very much under the radar as far as like the authorities were concerned Mm -hmm. or the mainstream was concerned because they had to they had no choice you know homosexuality was illegal at the time it wasn't illegal for women because they didn't nobody believed that women could have sex (laughs) only men could so it was illegal for men but it was certainly highly you know highly frowned upon for for women so
0: yeah now tell me about quickly about some of the other people featured in the documentary uh, Evelyn O'Brien and Helena Maloney
1: yeah um so Helena Maloney is super interesting she went in fought in 1916 um, and she there's this gorgeous line that she writes um, how they thought that they were marching um, you know with Ireland out into this glorious hopeful future basically mm-hmm. at the start of the rising only to have all their hopes completely dashed um, like many of these women they fought because they wanted to make a better world around them, they fought for better rights for um, for the inner city poor, for working people for women, they really believed strongly in equality of all kinds which also makes them feel very modern and very contemporary you know we have a very activist generation nowadays that mm-hmm. kind of believes in a lot of the same things they these women believed in 100 years ago and for many of them they thought that the only way they could achieve this equality was to actually go out and fight for it, was to pick up a gun and go fight for it. So Helena Maloney did exactly that, um, only to sort of have all her hopes dashed really after the, the, the rising fails and then she was on the losing side in the civil war as well and because they they held out for the proclamation of 1916 for the equality that was promised in it mm-hmm. and they felt very betrayed and very let down by the free state that came into being and especially like in the 30s with Dev's constitution that put women back into the home and a lot of these women were very heartbroken and Helena yeah. Maloney developed quite a a severe drink problem in response to it. But while she was put into, um, she actually went into psychiatric care and when she was in there she met um, Evelina O'Brien who was a doctor working there and they basically moved in together and spent the rest of their lives together and it was a very committed, very loving, very kind partnership Um, and it seemed to have made um, Helena's life you know, much more happier towards the end basically. Yeah. She found happiness with Evelyn so it's quite lovely.
0: Okay, well listen we've only kind of scratched the surface uh, but it's fascinating stuff. Radical Hearts, Cree Heratica, which is going to be on TG Cahir on December 6th at 9.30 and important to say globally on TG ie. I've been talking to its director Kira Hyland. Kira, thank you very much Thank you, thank you Moncrief